Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you wanna mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you wanna jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Hello Bengals fans, I am Matt Minnick and this is Coach Speak. Here we are, officially now in the offseason, and going through, just looking at the state of things for the Bengals, where they're at position-wise, um, we talked about the offensive line last week, did two episodes, separate episodes on that, uh, this week we are going to do two separate episodes talking about the defensive backfield, and we're going to start with the Sage position. Because uh, that's you know that's the going to be the big talk. Uh, bound to be a change. <laughs> what's going on uh, in that position? Uh, Von Bell and Jesse Bates have been holding down the fort for quite some time there. Uh, both potential free agents at this point. So let's talk a little bit about Bates first. I think I don't know. We get a little. We're a little all over the place with Bates, I feel like. You know, and and um, a year ago, people thought, thought he had a bad year, and some of his grades were down. He didn't have, you know, the interceptions that we kind of expect him to have, but I actually thought he did a lot better uh, as, a, as a run defender. Um, you know, he kind of showed that he could do a little bit more um, in terms of versatility. And honestly, I, I think that's what gets guys paid. You know, I, I understand that the... The interceptions and, you know, the big plays, like, that's, like, those are obviously huge things. But when you look at safeties that, that make a lot of money, right, they get these big contracts, they're really versatile guys. Guys that you can rock down in the block box, excuse me, um, and, you know, who can do a lot of different things for you. And I think Bates showed a lot more ability to do that sort of thing. I think he's really developed in the last couple of years as a tackler, uh, you know, much more consistent as, as a tackler overall. Um, you know, I've, I've heard people in our fan base even say, oh, you know, he's just a deep field safety and that's all he can do. I don't think that's the case at all. Um, you know, he's not, you know, maybe he's not a you know, Jamal Adams exactly, but um, he definitely has some, some versatility. They use him in a lot of different ways. And I honestly, I think the, the thing he's best at is when they, they use the other guys, the deep field safety, or anybody else, the deep field safety, and, and kind of let him ball hawk in the middle and look to steal digs and things along those lines. So, uh, you know, when you're playing cover one, using him as the, the, the lower guy rather than the upper guy, I think that really, uh, you know, is, is something that he, he does well uh, and can benefit him quite a bit. So, look, we all love Bates. I think, you know, to some extent, maybe we've overrated him at times um, in terms of, you know, like, best in the league and it, you know all, all those things he's good he, you know he's very good he is he's definitely a top echelon player uh don't get me wrong um but i you know I, I i don't know if he's like a top top guy um especially for what we're talking about in terms of money right now um now the other thing about Bates is i i, I think although he has shown some versatility you know like being in the box and stuff might not be necessarily his his forte as much as others. I don't know if this staff drafts him. You know what I mean? I think they, I, I think they're glad he's here. I think they've, they've gotten a lot out of him. I think he, he's done well for them, but I don't know if they draft him. You know, I don't, I don't know that he is necessarily a, a huge fit for the, what they want to do. Now you look at Von Bell, you know, Von Bell's a guy that they brought in who had had some trouble, um, was, you know, kind of a, 
a glorified linebacker, you know, uh, early on. I've had some trouble in coverage. Really developed in coverage here. Um, has, has also become a really, you know, good all-around safety. So you kind of see him coming at it from the opposite perspective um, of, of what you're getting from, from Jesse Bates. Uh, the, the, he developed in that way and became very, very versatile. I think he's also, uh, excuse me, he's also a captain, you know, so, so he brings a lot of value to the team uh, in terms of leadership. And, you know, I, I think he can make a case. I'm, I'm not saying he's a better player uh, overall, but, you know, in terms of fit, in terms of leadership, in terms of what he brings to the team, I think he can make a really strong case that Bon Bell is more important to this football team than Jesse Bates is. Um, now we're talking about, you know, a third contract. What's that going to be? You know, like, like is, is anybody going to give him a really big contract? Um, you know, you got to protect yourself when you're getting a little deeper into a player's career. Uh, in terms of guarantees and stuff, but they're going to be looking to do that anyway because of where they're at with um, trying to sign Burrow and everything. But, you know, so I, I think he could be a, a, a good value. I think they can get him in a good spot, um, and I think he, he brings something really strong to the table there. Now, the presumed replacement for Jesse Bates is Dax Hill, and I don't subscribe to the idea that you can't, move a player's position. You know, I, I think a lot of people were kind of like, why didn't they just draft a safety? You know, they're not letting him play a spot. But again, like, I think I come back to the versatility. You know, I, and I think they have Bates, uh, excuse me, uh, they have Bell, who they see as, hey, we can use him as a deep field safety. We can also put him in a box. Um, you know, you can do some different things with. And I think they look at, at Dax Hill in a similar way, but they're like, okay, well, we have a, a deep field safety, but hey, he's also... He's also kind of a nickel corner. Um, so he gives you kind of a different type of versatility and athleticism at that spot. Um, you know, he's limit, somewhat limited experience as a deep field safety, but whatever, man. He's got the range and stuff, you know. Like, uh, it's hard to hard to judge him, you know, on his brains uh, from afar. But, you know, I, I think we can definitely see that come along. It's not like it hasn't been done before. You know, Devin McCourty was a, a rookie cornerback, was – was a good rookie cornerback, uh, came out in his second year at cornerback, wasn't very good at all. Um, they switched him to safety, bing, bang, boom, at some point he's an all-pro, you know? So, like, let's not act like it can't be done, uh, but let's also not act like there there won't be some growing pains. Uh, you know, the, the, obviously there can be some struggles when you're transitioning, you know, and, and we we didn't even really see him playing safety this year. You know, we saw him playing as, as that nickel slash dime uh type corner at times a lot of a lot of heat he took um honestly like there was a there was a hold um oh sorry it was a, it was a hands to the face that set up a touchdown um it was a third down hands to the face in the goal line that one actually affected the game as actually a defensive penalty um, what people don't talk about was in the exact same game, Cam Taylor Britt did the same thing. Not in the goal line, not in the red zone, uh, but to the exact same thing. So let's not act like, you know, we all love Cam Taylor Britt, right? I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that later in the week, but uh, let's not act like, um, you know, like this is this terrible thing that nobody ever did before. So that happened, right? And then, like, the other penalties and, and issues he had were largely in the punt team. Not what, exactly what you drafted him for, you know? Like, I, again, you'd love to see the guy that you drafted in the first round just be crazy good uh, and not have any mental errors in the punt team, but 
I, you know, and, and I would feel better if he didn't have those. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think that we should look at that as uh, something where we can make really strong, harsh, and you know, conclusive judgments about his ability to play free safety. So, anyway, I I, I think that's the way this is going. Um, I, I think I mean we all kind of saw him as the heir apparent, but I think that's the way this is going. And I don't look at it as a free safety, strong safety. Um, because I don't think that's the way they want to play it. You know, I think they want moving pieces uh, in this defense. You know, Hubbard and and Hendrickson. I mean, they're they're outside linebackers. You know, in a three-four defense, and they're defensive ends too. You know, uh, you've got guys like uh, like Camp Sample and Carter and Osai who can you know move in and move out on the uh, on the defensive front. You know, you've got. Uh, Akeem Davis Gaither, who's a, a linebacker, but you know an athletic linebacker who they like to use a little bit more um, as you know as a as a four three outside linebacker, like an outside outside linebacker who can uh, you know line up over slots. Sorry, I know everybody hates that, but you have to do it sometimes and things like that. So um, I, I, I see it as they have two safeties. And you know you've got one that has the the added upside of a, of a nickel corner who potentially could be better, you know, in coverage than your existing nickel corner, um, and the other who's you know got the advantage of being able to rock down, get in the box, can get dirty, and and you know um, you know make some tackles and things like that. Um, I think you know the, the other thing along with that when we talk about. Dax Hill is that I think he's he's pretty good covering tight ends. You know, I was not thrilled with the um, seeing Kelsey matched up against Jesse Bates because like that's the thing that Bates doesn't do very well to me. Uh, that's his that's his his Achilles heel. I think he's he's showing a lot of improvement in other areas, but he's not great covering tight ends man to man. I think we could see uh, more of that of Dax Hill. I think that's a, a real you know positive in his favor. See, we'll see where they're at with Trey Flowers next year, but I think that, that Dax Hill could be a little bit more of that guy. So, a lot of flexibility, a lot of moving pieces in this defense. Um, sounds like Lou Anaruma is going to be back. Hopefully, that's still the case uh, or more solidified by the time people are listening to this. But lose a wizard, lose a man, lose really smart. Um, so. I, it's gonna be fun to see what they what they do with these guys. Um, I think that's that, that's the route this is probably going though. Um, perhaps they don't feel very good about Dax, uh, just like we all have some concerns about Dax, um, based on the the limited sample that we have seen. Um, and if that's the case, they can possibly you know, uh, bring base back on a, on a on a franchise or something. Um, I, you know, I haven't run the numbers on that one. Uh, you know, I have to, I have to ask Parada or somebody, but, um, you know, they can, they can go out and they can try and do something, uh, you know, one way or another to figure that out. But anyway, I'm, uh, I'm starting to ramble a little bit. We really talked about three players, but we're, hey, we're going to get in there 12 minutes. That's not too bad. Anyway, um, I'm at Minnick. This is Coach Speak. Uh, stay tuned. We'll have a little bit more next week or excuse me, later in this week, uh, get into the corner position and the fate of guys like Trey, guys like Eli Apple. Who day? Yeah, we're coming for what's ours. Yeah, we're coming.